0: Hi everyone, this is episode number 34 and I'm Sangeeta Angelo Kumar and you're listening to Planet Sang. So sociology is a subject which many of you may not have studied. So I'm going to give you a quick 101. Sociology talks about how when we are born, we're of course born with uh, genetic predispositions. So we're born um, with our parents, uh, like our primary influencers are our parents. And as we grow up, religion uh, becomes the second... Um, part of what influences us to become who we are then of course friends and um, school influences us uh, as well so like you have parents religion friends um uh, uh, so like institutions like school influences and then media of course when i say uh, later on of course it becomes work and and stuff but the reason i'm talking about sociology today is because Media is a really big part of what influences our like, our um, what defines a a person. Like, of course, our parents define us, and of course, friends define us, and of course, our faith defines us, and of course, uh, even our schooling and um, uh, where we work and our work culture. uh, Again, that ties up with friends that defines us, but. If you are from, like, the generation after televisions and radios and books were invented, which was way, way before, um, you would be heavily influenced by the media. Now, why am I talking about this? I think subconsciously we 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 like we don't realize how much movies and books and what the world uh, feeds so-called entertainment to us influences us. How much it influences us. For example, and I'm the reason I'm talking about this is because off late I've been re-watching a lot of old content. Like the other day I saw Something's Gotta Give, uh, with uh Jack Nicholson and yesterday I saw Dilto Hai, and, and Mudsei Dosti Karoge and uh, so I've been basically watching old stuff um, when Harry Met Sally, or You've Got Mail, and all these movies have um, influenced me, and I think they've—if you're into romantic comedy, if you're into like um, like nice movies—then um, you would probably enjoy movies like this. However, as um, I like as we're growing up, like as I'm growing up, I'm beginning to realize how um, uh, what a Sorry for doing. But um, I'm, I'm realizing that um, a lot of these movies are are basically uh, giving you a fantasy of a life that will never exist. Not even in your imagination, not even in, in reels. And I think that if you were ever a lit student and you read Dostoevsky, uh, I, I mean, right now when I'm looking at my life, I'm realizing that actually the Russians got it right. Um, their media was dark and depressing and they you know like I think that everyone should read that everyone should read dark and depressing uh, content and see dark and depressing movies because that is actually how life is now before you jump into any conclusions I'm not feeling dark and depressed right now and that's not why I'm doing this I'm I'm like I'm talking about this because uh, the other day when I watched something sort of to Give, uh, I saw the climax and th- this is what I've been doing. I've, I don't have the patience to watch all the whole movie, but I've been just fast forwarding to the point where the hero realizes that, oh, this is, you know, my life has to change and I have to turn, you know, my life around. So I saw Jack Nicholson. Uh, he's like the most annoying character and suddenly he changes and cleans up his act and goes and Meets uh, Diane Keaton in, in the restaurant in the climax. Sorry, a spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it. Uh, you know where I feel like the writers wrote in a very forced ending. She's happy. She's I mean he he and her parted ways six months ago. She's happy. She's moving on. Keanu Reeves is about to propose to her. What in the world would make a woman leave Keanu Reeves and go to an a old self-centered guy like him like jack nicholson and then i realized that the writers just had to write that situation in it wasn't real it wasn't um it definitely wasn't reality uh that you would uh, a person who is annoying and self-centered and um uh, selfish will definitely not get the girl in the end but i think that writers uh, eventually were living dark lives themselves and they didn't want uh to kind of uh, break that bubble for themselves so they they were living their lives you know through their characters and they gave all their characters happy endings like for example the film french kiss with meg ryan and kevin klein calvin klein oh kevin klein um Why would a girl want to be with a thief uh, who was swindling everybody in the movie? Like, if you really see the characters, why would you do that? Like, why would you think you would ever have a happily ever after just because he is a a French? Um, Why would you think that? And then even you've got mail. Okay, you've been chatting. You hate a guy. He's been the reason for your business to fail. The everything that you ever lived for is, you know, has failed and then why would Meg and this is this has always bothered me about the ending of You've Got Mail like the whole movie she hates Tom Hanks and okay, okay they show kind of a transition that okay they kind of um, uh, become friends and he takes care of her but uh, it doesn't make any sense why would she say i was hoping it was you why Uh, you know why suddenly the change of heart it is because the writers wrote it in similarly when harry met sally harry is annoying he's like he's like the nightmare husband the nightmare boyfriend the nightmare everything why would um of course in the end she says harry i really hate you i really hate you that's authentic but then why would she be with him so I think that this is just romantic movies have just been to fool everyone. Romantic books also, like if you see, like I haven't really, um, I, I'm not too much of an ardu- arduous reader. But like if you take a lot of the romantic novels and even the Elizabethan uh, novels like *Pride and prejudice and all that like by logic it won't make any sense why the main character would forgive or adjust or be with the hero the protagonist in the end it's the writer taking liberties using their uh you know license poetic license to change the plot and move it away from the actual canon which is really a life of uh reality and uh, like reality is not always fun reality is definitely not uh eclectic like um, even uh even even like uh, movies like ps i love you where the the film i know it sounds really funny cuz i'm saying oh movies are fiction no it's not just that they in they inadvertently they do influence us like somewhere down the line uh, a woman or a man growing up they start feeling like oh you know what I can be a Shah Rukh Khan and I can make my um, my I can be romantic like a, a you know like Raj or Rahul or uh, a girl grows up saying oh I want to be like my grind in this movie or I want to be like um, Winona Ryder in this movie so we we don't admit it and any intelligent person will never admit it <laughs> but I'm saying that um, it's it's uh, The truth is that we are all influenced, like I began saying, it's our sociology that we are influenced deeply by media around us, movies around us, books around us, um, what we read, the comics we read. Um, So coming back to that, uh, like the truth is that no one, if, if Jack Nicholson in reels, um, it was if there was a person who was like Jack Nicholson in As Good as It Gets, he would be put in a mental institution. He would not be taking walks with, um, you know, the actress who who is it? Uh, not Holly Hunter. She looks like Holly Hunter, but um, you you would not have situations where um, uh, uh, Harry from Harry Met Sally gets to walk. Around uh, New York, you know, making it right in his head, and then coming and interrupting a party and saying, "You know what? I want to spend the rest of my life with you." It's, it's, it's all—it's true. It's fiction. But anyone who believes that it is possible for a person to um, have a happy ending—they don't exist. They really, really don't. And I think that, um, like, the consequence of bad behavior. Uh, in in reels is actually rejection and um, many of us many people face rejection wondering why they are facing that rejection not realizing that they are actually living in a fantasy that uh, is built because of the movies that they have seen I know that I have struggled with this a lot Um, one thing I do have to say though um, that uh, there was a movie where um, uh, they talked about how love is um you know being faithful or love is you know very generic things so first and foremost i want to just say that movies are basically overactive imaginations of a romantic life that don't doesn't exist okay uh basing um basing your opinion on logic basing your opinion on reality is far more important um like for example if you've had a surgery and um your your boyfriend dumps you that's a big like red flag that's not that's not you're not going to turn around and say oh let's be friends now no it's horrible it's the worst thing you can that can happen to you if if loyalty is not a if loyalty is not um, um important to your partner that's a big red flag um just because you are disloyal doesn't mean you get the girl people who are disloyal do not deserve the girl but what, pe- what happens is people think that, oh, you know, films are, um, you know, like, oh, the hero makes mistakes. Oh, we can get back. No, it doesn't happen like that. What is beautiful is, um, um, you know, being like there was once where my parents um, were hospitalized and none of my friends came to visit them. And I was really, really upset. Um, I'm not actually friends with any of them. Uh, which is really interesting because and anymore I mean it's been 20 years but I, it made me realize that actually friendship again uh, coming back to the movies friendship is not a romantic notion of oh we're friends casual great a real friend is actually a person who will come and clean you up when things get low and and not just be there for the good times and it sounds really romantic to say but it is the truth that um, a person who is uh, who would love you when you have, you know, your ugly face on in the morning or or no makeup on is actually far more reliable and um, dependable to, you know, um, connect to. So, um, yeah, I know this is a, a strange podcast, but it is. I really, I I really have been thinking about the fact that firstly, I mean, um, movies are are just... Our lives, we may identify with characters or we may identify with situations, but they're not. um, Movie characters are just... You know, um, making us... I mean, of course, when we're kids, we think that, okay, this is how my life is going to be. Not saying white horse and all that. But yes, there's a notion of the damsel in distress. And every... See, every uh, romantic film has this, like, canon, right? Uh, Boy Meets Girl... Uh, they become friends, but then there 's a fight and then then they overcome that fight and then um then they become better friends and then there 's another crisis and then then there 's a realization then the, most realizations actually happen with the guy uh, obviously because guys are the ones who are um always in the wrong ha <laughs> um but uh, the guy realizes and then he makes it right, and then the he, the girl is happy and the end and everyone lives happily ever after but oh no 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 there is no happily ever after your happily ever after can be like a cup of tea in the morning in peace or getting to read a book for 30 minutes when you don't have any time or uh, walking in the rain or looking at um uh yeah the other day i was standing and i was waiting for um my daughter my daughter's bus to come and there was a couple that were was um like they were they weren't fighting but they were like talking and she was the girl was just not getting into the auto and finally she eventually she got in and when she got into the auto the guy turned around and um he just like sighed this big sigh of relief like and then he saw me see him okay then he realized that i had been looking at him the whole time like uh, these are kids like teenagers okay so he saw me saw, see him and he realized that i was privy to his whole drama and then he smiled in the most embarrassing way for him and then he walked to his bike and drove off now the thing is that uh, if you from her perspective oh he was faithful he came and but from him from his perspective he's like oh my gosh why was there so much drama in this afternoon i just wanted to say goodbye and go home you know so i'm pretty sure that we're deep down inside we live for a fantasy that uh, everything will be okay and i realized that um no it won't and if you have to make it okay, you have to make it okay yourself, and not based on some flawed character, or some realization, or some um, feeling that hey, my my life eventually will look like Harry Met Sally, or my life will look like, um, you know, uh, you've got mail, or it'll it look. It's funny. All all these films have Meg Ryan, or, um, but you know, it's. It's interesting how um, nowadays romantic comedies are going into the very grey areas and that that's what makes it fun. Like uh, there was a Reese Witherspoon uh, film with, uh, I, I forgot the name, but you know, it 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 showed the the gray of ro- like romance and the gray of relationships, and I think that's it 's funny because i 've been a black and white person i 've always felt black and white is more important but as i 'm growing older uh, i 'm realizing that life is gray life is not black and white, and it 's not so definable as as much as we 'd like to define everything it 's not definable. So on that note, um, enjoy your unhappily ever afters, it's not that bad and you can be happy in your unhappily ever after and I think that's what's most important. Um, to embrace your unhappiness, to embrace like the Russians, <laughs> uh, embrace your unhappiness, embrace the real, uh, embrace the good and the bad. and. Uh, i would of course i've always been like quote unquote the forced optimist person but um i would say uh it's not just looking at the glass half full or half empty i think more than defining the glass just take the glass and have a drink of water because water is good for you simple as that and I, i i mean if you understand the analogy great if you don't well okay that's also fine but i realize that rather than sitting and waiting for your life to become better i think we all have the power to do so and um of course our parents and the different aspects like uh religion and school and friends and media they all contribute to kind of molding us into being the best version of ourselves But we ourselves resist that. So, um, yeah, so here's to being the best version of yourself in whatever circumstance that you have. But, um, yeah, try your best to be that. And I think you'll be able to smile in the end of the day like I am. So keep smiling and I'll catch you guys in the other podcast. Have a great weekend. And uh, if it's if you're listening to this not uh, on Friday, as I'm posting this on Friday, then have a great rest of the day. And um, yeah, keep smiling, but not in the Hollywoodized or Bollywoodized way. Just keep smiling f- um, with yourself and be true to yourself. Because I think that's far more important than, you know, living your life in comparison or living your life looking at over the shoulder and wondering did I do this right and did I, did I do this wrong right so let's celebrate the grace that we have since the clouds are there and we'll we'll love the sunshine when it comes and even appreciate the storms when they come all right so th- uh, thanks for listening this is episode number 34 and I'm Sangeeta Anjara Kumar and you're listening to Planet Sang and I'll catch you next time